Welcome to the Beyond Ordinary Woman podcast. Every two weeks, we'll post a podcast version of one of our free training videos, but you can access them now at beyondordinarywomen.org. This episode or series includes downloadable information on our website, beyondordinarywomen.org. Go to resources on the main menu and click on podcast slash video extras. Enjoy the podcast. Hi, I'm Kay Gagel of Beyond Ordinary Women's Ministries, and I'm here with Susie Hawkins and Kristen Poole once again. This is the third video in our series on step-by-step teaching process, and we have heard and watched Kristen present a devotional that was an example for us, and this is our video to debrief the devotional so that you can prepare yourself and understand how Kristen went through this process as she got ready to write this devotional. So Kristen, uh, it was great to be able to hear your devotional and watch you do it. Thank you so much for doing that for us. Welcome. And as you know, we have a, a resource online that's called Preparing to Teach God's Word um, in a step-by-step way that is available for you to download. And what we are doing now is we are assuming that the first few things are done before the process we're going to talk about now, which is actually writing the devotional or writing the message that you're preparing. And so the first point that we're going to begin talking about is it says, write one sentence stating the author's main point from the text. And so... What we're trying to do in a devotional or a message is to achieve a purpose of some kind by from that main point of the text. And then the second point is write out the primary purpose of your message. It should do one of these, inform, prove, or apply the author's main point. So before I go to you, I'm going to ask Susie, what would you say Kristen's main point was, Susie? Kristen made her main point so clear. And that is that we may feel distant from God, but we have been brought near. Um, Your illustration, your explanation, you stayed centered on your main thought. At least that's what I got out of it. And I think you did a very, very good job being clear about that. Is she right? It's true. That (laughs) That is precisely the point, that we were far off and we've been brought near through Christ. Yes. So would you say your main purpose, were you trying to inform people of the truth? Were you trying to prove it's something they should believe? Or were you mainly trying to apply something to their lives? Well, when I knew the audience for this video, um, I decided to go with the apply um, portion because I knew that we were going to be with a group of mature believers. And so I figured most people know that theology you know, if I had been in an audience of people who didn't know the Lord, the whole idea of being brought near and really informing would have been my purpose. But in this, it was applicational. Now, as you thought about your audience, how did you come to land on the particular passage that you did? It was mostly just my desire. I'm an encourager. And so it was mostly trying to think of something that would be a good refresher, but also encourage us in the moment because we can the way we feel about God's nearness changes a lot and and so to be grounded in the reality of our position I think was something that I wanted to to teach and explore 
Well, you did a great job of that, and, and that is always so important. And we talked about that in our previous video, Know Your Audience, but just the, who the audience is. Right. And I think a really good thing that you did, Kristen, was take an emotion that anyone can relate to, no matter what age, no matter what culture, everybody has felt distanced. Mm -hmm. If not from family and friends, then at some point from God. And I think that's always a safe place to go identifying with some kind of emotion that you know everyone has experienced at one time or another. And that's a powerful tool to to connect with your audience. That's a great point. Mm -hmm. yeah. It really is. Well, the next thing that you do once... Now, did you have an actual sentence? I did. I did. Um, my sentence was, Jesus' death has brought near those who were far away from God. And then what was your sen the primary purpose then from that sentence? The purpose was to apply that to Christians. So how does that look in our everyday life? Mm -hmm. So that's a fairly simple process, right? It was, and it's helpful to have one verse yeah. <laughs> instead of this huge passage to have yeah. to go through and just to, to really clearly say what that one verse is talking to, talking to us about. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. Well, the next thing that you we we're supposed to do according to our process, which we've mm -hmm. all been taught, we've been taught this by experts. Yes. Uh, we didn't come up with this ourselves. This is not unique not to us. Experts. No, we are not. Uh, is to outline the subpoints that arrive from the text. And so, tell us what you did on that. Or maybe Susie might want to tell us what some of the subpoints were that she picked up. Well, what I noticed. First of all, I want to say I like how you threw a sentence in there explaining who the Gentiles were. You know, just because you got an older audience, you just can't assume. Mm -hmm. And that's people in our circles, we do, I do that way too much. So I liked how you did that. Um, but I felt like your subpoints, even though you didn't put them in these terms, were what is it we are brought near? How were we brought near? By the blood of Christ. So you, did, you didn't use what and how. But that's really what you were mm -hmm. answering mm -hmm. there. You were giving us something specific to as you progressed into down the devotional to help us reason it out. Yes, yes. And really the way that I uh, approached it was to take the verse and just break it up into phrases. And so I addressed the issue of the but now at the first, at the mm -hmm. beginning, which was the contrast from the previous setting. Right. And then I addressed the main verb, which was huge in this in this verse. And then at the end what you said was the how, which is by the blood of Christ and address what that phrase means. So I kind of addressed it in three pieces for the, from the sentence. Mm -hmm. And I, I liked, I, I agree with Susie, but I like the whole fact that you brought us into the context of Ephesians because I think too often when we do, it doesn't even have to be a short devotional. It can be a whole teaching. You can get up and speak for an hour and yet People don't understand what the context is, and, and, and that means that many people in the audience often misapply it because they don't really understand the context that you're teaching. Well, and also, she gave just a short explanation of the challenge of the early church with the Gentiles and the Jews and the Judaizers, and that was a huge factor in all of Paul's writings, but it's irrelevant to us today. Right. So it brings in another level of understanding, so I think... That was a really, but you did it short and succinctly, and that was well done. That's what I was thinking. You don't want it to be a major point, so you were very quick with it. I thought that was good. You said just enough without going off on a rabbit trail, which it could have been. So I think that was really good. 
Then write out the main body of your teaching using the subpoints and illustrations. As you did that, I mean, I think we can see how those subpoints were done without necessarily going over them. But talk about your illustrations. Well, I think Susie kind of hit on it. I wasn't necessarily starting from the idea of wanting to touch an emotion, but that came to me very quickly, that feeling of distance. And I think in this season, because it's been 10 years, I've been thinking a lot about yeah. that, like 10 years and what God's done in this decade. And so that feeling a lot has, has come back to me. Wow, how alone and forlorn I felt at that time and how that's changed. And so I think the personal illustration came quickly because I had identified how it feels to be distant and far away. Mm -hmm. And then you wove that into your introduction and conclusion. Yes, yes. Well, and it's hard in, in 10 minutes, if you're trying to do multiple illustrations, I didn't know really how I could spend enough time in the text and do that. And so I think it just worked to just... I think that is a much time. wiser thing to do. It's better to keep it simple and be sure that people know what you're, you're saying, then divide it. And another thing you did that I think is really effective is repeating your premise, your main sentence, in different ways over and over. We've been brought near. I mean, if I walk out of here and somebody says to me, what did Kristen share about? I would say, I have been brought near. I've been brought near. I may feel distant, but I'm, I've been brought near. And repeating that over and over and using one illustration, I think it makes it more powerful your truth that you're it does but if you're the one who's speaking sometimes you feel like you're just being you redundant do. but the do. truth is yes. for people listening it's more powerful mm -hmm. because they really can if they have nothing else they can go away with that you know the old saying is tell them what you're going to say say it and then tell them what you said mm -hmm. <laughs> and, really, and you did that you did that and i think that's i think that makes an effect that's effective communication well before we wrap this up I would just like to encourage women out there who are starting to teach to start with something like a devotional and t something about 10 minutes and just gather mm -hmm. some friends together like we did this morning to listen to Kristen. I mean, how do y'all feel about that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think from a preparatory standpoint, it's encouraging to just have one, one or two verses to just focus in on. I didn't have to worry. I did set up the context, but I didn't have to worry about preaching this sermon on so many different points, I could just get one point and really drive that home. So I think you're right. It's a great place to start. Um, and it feels like it, it kind of does, if you follow this procedure like we have, it kind of does the work for you. And I think it's great to have that uh, something prepared short like that, that is a, a, that you feel good about communicating. You never know when opportunities mm -hmm. will come up. For you, and I've always encouraged women that are feeling like they want to teach or want to share to have some, have your testimony prepared, have a devotional prepared. You never know when those opportunities will pop up, and you'll you'll have them, and you'll feel good because you prepared it. You'll feel good about it, mm -hmm. and know you're saying what you want to mm -hmm. express. Mm -hmm. And if you gather your own group, I think it's great to have some people who will give you feedback as well. Right. Yeah, uh, you know, and to have an audience. It's, yes, it's, it's, it's a friendly audience. It's, it's very nice. It's very nice uh, yeah. to have an audience, and to yeah. particularly have somebody who can say, "This was really good." You might think about this next yes. time because yes. because we all need feedback, and sometimes mm -hmm. your audience is afraid to say anything, but we loved it. Mm -hmm. Yes, they really are. There are a lot of people who will never give you good feedback, yeah. but you, if if we're going to grow as teachers, we've got to have some feedback right. periodically. So, so I would encourage whoever's beginning to think about that as well. Yes. Well, we hope you will join us again for 
more. We, we will be doing more videos about teaching. And if you'll just check our website, beyondordinarywomen.org, you can keep up with us. Sign up for the newsletter because I always put the new videos in there each month as we do them. And I want to thank Susie and Kristen for joining us for this series on the step-by-step teaching process. And you can read their bios on our website as well. Thanks for listening to the Beyond Ordinary Women podcast. You can find more podcasts and information about women in leadership by going to beyondordinarywomen.org. This podcast was produced by Beyond Ordinary Women Ministries. Our production team includes Evelyn Babcock, Kay Daigle, Kay Halligan, Deborah Herring, Sharifa Stevens, and John Sparks. Theme music, Back in Stride by Don Miller, used by courtesy of Christine Miller.